Welcome to the Line Podcast. Great to be back with you this week, where we have open and honest conversations about how you can better your business and your life. I'm joined as always by my great co-host Lee Lawson. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. How's it going? Very good, thank you. Hello. I just want to say once again, thank you uh, to all the people who've reached out uh, this last week. We've had quite a few people reach out through our social medias, which is brilliant. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'd love you, if you've got a minute now, just to write a review or even just click subscribe over on YouTube. Uh, It's worth watching the YouTube channel because you get to see all the different color hats that Lee has uh, and the consistency of his black t-shirt. I I put a blue t-shirt on today, mate. I know what you're doing. (laughs) <laughs> I just thought it's quite funny I'm sleeping in the spare room so all my clothes are actually <laughs> were in with Sophie and Sarah uh, while they were sleeping so yeah, I mm. rocked the blue yeah I've started st- putting my clothes outside the bedroom door quieter yeah, yeah because Laura's obviously asleep when I get up most days and usually I'm like with my phone like trying to find my clothes in the morning. so funny so I just stacked them outside I bought um, some new sh- shirts for work the other day and I, it's such a default I don't know how it happens I'm not even consciously thinking about it when I'm at work I wear blue check and when I'm <laughs> Everyone else wear black t-shirt. Mm. That's literally all I wear. Yeah, yeah. So this is like a hybrid blue it's a t-shirt. Mix, mix between the two. Nice. Cool. So we've got an interesting show today, uh, which I'm actually really excited to dig into. Uh, but before we do, what's new in your world? Anything new? Um, yeah, my motorbike keeps breaking down. Pain in the ass. Um, it's electrical issues. I think the alternator's not charging the battery, but I bought a brand new battery for it, put it on, took it out. I was like, yeah, it's sorted. Yesterday, um, I'm actually looking at creating some content with the bike, creating some content with the bike. So I got a new microphone that is capable of picking up those really loud exhausts because every microphone I've tried, it blows them out. Really? Yeah. Um, so I've got this mic for, I'll go out and test it, got into Lincoln, saw these lights come on, which it's done before. And I was like, oh, fuck. Turned around as fast as I could and just nailed it to get home. Got like halfway and it just went, Burr. I was like, oh. Everybody I knew was at work um, or everybody I thought about ringing to help me was at work. And I ended up getting AA out. Um, so I need to take the bike to a garage, but it needs an MOT. But yeah, joys of motoring. Still love the bike. It's good though, mate. Yeah. Good challenges. I like that. That's what about cool. you? Uh, what's new? What's new? I'm off to the States next week. So I think when this comes, is this coming out next week? Um, probably. Potentially. You'll have already probably been to the States. Yeah, probably been to the States yeah. and back. So yeah, uh, just getting ready to go to the States, which is really cool. It's been since 2018, since I've been there to speak, so I'm really excited for that, cool. uh, to really uh, engage with a really cool audience over in the States. We know we've got a few listeners uh, from over there. We do. So I'm going to be at Cairo Fest up in Washington State. Um, so I'm going to fly into a very liberal area of mm. Oregon and jump over the border and see what the madness is all about. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, it'll be interesting. Uh, it will be interesting. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't think they'd let me in. <laughs> <laughs> fingers crossed they let me in Just hope they haven't listened to the podcast <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah uh today um we're going to speak about spirituality and religion yeah uh, which is uh, an interesting topic uh i don't think either of us would profess to be an expert or a scholar in in, in the subject at all no way uh, but we have our personal beliefs um and that's all we talk about and that's what we're going to talk about um it's a topic that you came up with and um I'll hand the floor over to you as to what you want to discuss yeah so it is a big topic this one um just because of all the dogma and everything around it and and even for myself up until about two years ago no less than that a year ago maybe maybe a bit more whenever i heard the word god i would like in wince inside Mm. and be like oh god 
And some people do. And and people do. Yeah. And that like now, to me, God doesn't mean the Christian man in the sky with a beard or Zeus or Odin or any of those. It's just the the universal intelligence is what I see as God, basically. The universe. And I just wanted to have a discussion about this to maybe make some other people see it in a similar way so that we can help people stop wincing when they hear the word God. And it's true. I mean, I still wince when I say the word God. Yeah, me too. Like, because like, you know that people... People have that effect. So I pray to like God a, every night mm. uh, and every morning. Yeah. And I have a faith and I have a belief. Mm-hmm. But I do find a lot of the times when I'm speaking to someone, I refrain and I'm, I'm, I, I've, I've tried to become more convicted in my faith recently. Mm. Um, and it, like we are just having a discussion off mic, the, the way the world's going turns me even more to me, faith. Yeah, me too, me too. Um, and I just try now to to normalize it. So, you know, I will, I will say God bless you to patients a lot and I'll tell them, you know, that, that I'm, I'll pray for them later. Mm. Really interesting side note. So many people say I'll pray for you and never fucking do it. Mm. Yeah. So if you hear me say I'll pray for you, I'd actually mean that. That will happen in the evening. Um, but it's, uh, it, it is, it's got such a stigma and it, I, I think it's, I think it's probably driven from this whole woke culture thing that's really tried to, push Christianity to side, faith to side. Yeah, and I want to get into that as well. Because we, I mean, we, you know, I used to go to church as a kid. I was brought up as a Christian, but not a devout. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't been to church in decades. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, my, my church is outside. My church is between me and my God. Yeah, I like that. Um, me too. But when we start talking about the church, what do we start thinking about? Pedophiles? Yeah. Which people yeah. think about? When yeah. we start talking about other religions, let's say, let's start talking about Islam. Yeah. So I think about extremists. Yeah. We talk about Judaism. We think about uh, people trying to steal money. Mm-hmm. Like every single religion has been tainted. Mm. By man. By man. Yeah. Um, so I, I think everybody's got some level of faith. I think anyone who listens to this, who says they haven't at some point, most probably in desperation, mm. prayed for something, mm-hmm. uh, is lying. I think we've all been to that void. Yeah. And um, hate him or love him, Andrew Tate said he wasn't religious, but but he saw what's happening in the world. And he thought, if there's this level of evil, there has to be this level of good. And I'm just going to go there. There are people in this world that are worshipping Satan or selling their soul for riches and fame and they are like whether you believe in it or not and whether i believe in it or not some people believe in it and they're doing fucked up things because of those beliefs and like you said the christianity and the church has been removed from schools especially in america it's never really been massive in this country i was raised with no religion i haven't been christened I was raised, um, my granddad was Lancaster crew. And I can remember when I was a little kid, he used to say to me, um, I've been up there, I've been 30,000 feet or whatever. And he's like, I've seen no man in the sky. So he used to tell me when I was a little kid, God's not real. Mm. And, um, I was raised, I used to go to like Chris Dingle and stuff and with a candle in an orange with the sweets and stuff mm. like that at school. But I didn't have any religion growing up. And I think that's 
why I've found my way to spirituality. And I would say now I'm a very spiritual person. You've read Outwitting the Devil, haven't yeah. you? And yeah. The, the, like there are people who worship the devil, but the devil is always trying. And there's people like, oh, the devil, this little man who sits on your shoulder. Fuck off. It's like, a, that's a yeah. really immature yeah. Cartoon, Tom and Jerry. conversation you're yeah. having right now. Yeah, yeah. Like the devil is evil. The devil is the stuff we know we shouldn't do. Mm. Yeah. But we're doing it. And we yeah. know there's something they're saying we shouldn't do this. Mm-hmm. But there's also something they're saying we should do this. Yeah. And that's the devil. Yeah. And what's saying we shouldn't do this is purity, mm. God. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I read a really interesting quote. I actually read this this week. Um, how interesting. I just had an itch over faith. Mm. Um, <laughs> for those who are not watching the YouTube, I have a tattoo and one of the bits says faith and I just got an itch right over it as I was talking about this. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, I saw you Wow. <laughs> so I read this, uh, this quote. The first gulp from the glass of the natural sciences will make you an atheist. But at the bottom of the glass, God is waiting. The first gulp of the natural sciences will make you an atheist. But at the bottom of the glass, God is waiting. Mm. I remember um, I used to play a video when I did an orientation to people, and it's called From uh, Conception to Birth, Visualized. And these mathematicians around the world were tasked with trying to define the formula, the, the, the mathematical formula that would take conception to birth. One of the things they figured out, if a baby grew at the same rate it did for the first nine weeks over the entire nine months, it weighed one and a half tons when it was born. Yes, yeah, something stops it. Yeah, we're all we're all from the two same cells, but then they start to differentiate and specialize into different ones. But they came from the same one. What told them to differentiate and specialize? Mm. What told the eyeball to grow where the eyeball's meant to be? And what happened here is that the the scientists realized that they couldn't explain it, and the lead mathematician was quoted as saying, "The more I look into this, the more I have to believe in the divine." Mm. And I think when we really get on that journey and some of these Reggie Gold says, how can the finite mind ever explain the infinite? Yeah, and can't. I think that's where the realm of religion comes in. It's, it may be our way of trying to conceptualize the mm, infinite. Maybe. But there's comfort in it and there's also morals in it. and There's also purpose and direction within mm. it, which if we really used it well, whatever faith you choose... You can only be a good member of society and a better person yeah. as a result. Yeah, and and with it being removed from schools and not teaching kids those standards and morals and things that come with that, um, I think it's a, a purposeful attack on society and trying to t- trying to remove those. Yeah, um, I don't know what's the word those the commandments. It, no, it's not standards or morals, but those those ideas and and those guidelines to live by, basically. Yeah. Um, I hadn't really, like I suggested this topic this morning and I hadn't really thought about it too much about what we was going to talk about, but. So how do you, so you, would you, you'd class yourself maybe as more spiritual than faithful? I would class. Spiritual than religious. I would say, yeah, faithful and spiritual, but not religious. Okay. I would so say, how do you use faith and spirituality on a daily basis? Uh, meditation, speaking yeah. to the universe. Um, With what and God. reason? Why? Um, Good question. I don't know, but it was when I when I first started reading Neville Goddard and it started to talk about, and and so this is one of the things that I believe. And and what I will say is my beliefs are not fully rounded yet. No. I'm still working on my beliefs. I don't think they ever get there. No. I don't think you and, ever do. And I'm constantly trying to work out what I believe. Mm. So I'm not, 
I hate the fact that, not hate, hate's a very strong word. I don't like that word. I dislike when people are like, this is what I believe and everything else is bullshit. I think there's truth to everything. And I think God and the devil are us. I think we are both. And I believe that the co-creator side of us and what we create in the universe and how we, the good we do and the influence and the impact that we have is God. And I believe that the temptations and the um, sin, quick quote unquote sin that we do is the devil. And my belief is there is, there is truth to all religions with Jesus and, and even Muslim, uh, Islam and all of those. But like we said earlier, everything's been tainted by humans. And if you think that the Bible hasn't been doctored over those years, just look at humanity and look at the people who are running the show mm. and then think about the power that the Bible has in so many societies and then ask yourself, would those people manipulate that to their benefit? Of course. But you look at the Bible, you look at the example of Jesus and Jesus wasn't a powerful man on top of a mountaintop. He, what, you, the, but the Bible condemns the tax collectors mm. uh, and, and the royalties. And Jesus was the peasant man who was setting an example. Yeah. And it's as, as followers of faith, it's following the example of Jesus mm. that one would try to do. And the example of that man, as far as we can decipher from the Bible, and I'm not a scholar of the Bible, but a person who lived their lives to try and better the lives of other people, stand up against tyranny mm. uh, and create some, some faith which gives people purpose, which brings people together, uh, is the example that he led. Yeah, and that's the kind of thing that I take from it. I would, I will try and live my life as an example to other people. Um, faith I use on a daily basis uh, for confidence, mm-hmm. uh, for a place to give thanks, to place to appreciate what's going on. All of which are qualities that I think we we could all be better at appreciation, gratitude. Mm-hmm. Uh, confidence, certainty. And I think faith gives us a place to do that. And it's amazing. It's amazing when you do this, what you see happen. Like when you actually are in a state where you are truly, and another thing I wrote down is, don't pray when it suits you, pray every day. Mm -hmm. Um, And we talked on the other show, like a lot of people fall into faith by getting to, to a point where they are, terminally ill or hit bankruptcy or fall in that relationship and they fall to their knees and pray to something that they don't really believe in mm-hmm. and things start to change and then they fall into the faith but instead of just praying for what you want pray for what you have and what you've received and it's that rounding of this understanding of something more than us that i think really helps drive our lives in some direction yeah and it's <clears throat> it's quite a relief sometimes when you hand over that when you, when you do realize that there is something more than you, more powerful than you, because if you don't believe in anything and you think that everything is on you, that's a heavy fucking weight to carry sometimes. Like it's not, it's actually nice to be like, God has my back or the universe has my back and no, the universe works for me, not to me. And it for me, does me. like, and every single tribulation trial that you've been through is a lesson that you learn. And I actually wrote that down as well, which speaks to your point. It's in John 5, 14. Uh, if we ask anything in accordance of his will, he will hear us. And what that says is, like, 
God is good and devil is evil. Like if we, if we ask for something that is good in a way that we can contribute. So what I ask God for is not like, God, please give me a Lamborghini. Mm. I don't ask for that. No. I ask for opportunities to serve more people. To create and more hear, value. More heroes and more value comes back. Yeah. And the other thing is like when you ask for, um, when you ask for strength, you will be given adversity. And when you ask for wisdom, you will be given like the challenges. That, challenges to learn. That create that create the wisdom. You're not, you're not just going to go, please, God, give me wisdom, get struck by lightning and be Socrates. It's yeah. just not going to work like that. Um, one interesting thing that I've been looking into and thinking about recently is the, so I believe that there's a universal consciousness. I believe that we are all connected. And if you know about the 12 universal laws, the first one is the law of universal oneness, which is we are all connected. And there's a theory that we are one consciousness spread out over billions of humans to experience itself. But they call this the Christ consciousness. And, and that Christ consciousness is really what I've been interested in recently. And I believe our soul and, and our, spirit, our spirit is in the pineal gland. So the pineal gland, and I spoke to you, I've been yeah. cutting out fluoride recently a lot because it calcifies your pineal gland. Yeah. This might be a bit way out there for some people, but I don't care. And I've noticed, like I've been probably for the last month or so, really, no, more, probably a bit more, really trying to cut out fluoride. So I've got fluoride-free toothpaste. I've got, um, I'm drinking, not drinking tap water. I'm, um, I've recently just got a filter for my shower. But the number 33 is really interesting. So Jesus was 33 when he died. There's 33 vertebrae in the spine. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. And um, it's been coming up a lot recently. And numerology is a bit out there. But I, there's a thing that you can work out your life path by taking each number of your date of birth and adding it together and, and breaking it down to the lowest number unless it's a double digit. And I did mine the other day. And, very, and I didn't know anything about this really. And I looked into it. And mine is 33. Mm -hmm. Mine breaks down to 33 and they say that that is the master teacher and the master healer. And it would make sense with doing the podcast and the aspirations that I have for that to be the case. And there's not that many people that are 33. Einstein was 33, not comparing myself to Einstein, but it's interesting. So this number 33 has been coming up a lot. 11, I've got 11s tattooed all over me. Um, I was born on the 11th. It's been my number. But 33, what's your thoughts on 33, Tom? It's a, it's a huge, it's a big Masonic number. Right. There are 33 principles in chiropractic. Yeah. Guess what taxi I followed here today? No lie. Number 33. Number 33. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah. Uh, th but this is the intelligence is in there. And you talk about this consciousness, is, we are one consciousness. Mm. I would call that one consciousness God. Mm. And God created us in the image and likeness of him. Mm. Uh, and that's, that's how we exist. Christianity, we talk about um, the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. So God is the Father, the Son is Jesus, and we are the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is God in man. Mm -hmm. um, and that strength you can take from knowing your, I know you're talking about that you are part of that consciousness. Yeah. Yeah. So for instance, when I get up on a stage and speak, like I, I know that something's going to speak through me and come out just fine. Mm. Um, when we really tip into our gifts, our talents, and 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 what I would say is work with that Holy spirit. Mm -hmm. Um, but 30, like 
to answer your question 33 i don't know too much about numerology but i know it comes up so much in my it's life huge, like, yeah huge um that Christ, that that uh, collective consciousness thing. Like when I spoke in a few episodes about my mission being to raise that collective consciousness, mm -hmm. I believe that this is how we do it. Um, so the powers that be rely on us being divided, mm -hmm. and the moment we all realise that we are one and we are all connected, and that together we are unstoppable is the moment that they fucking fail mm. because they are trying to keep us divided. Black, white, men, women, gay, straight, whatever. Pick your poison. And they are feeding these into society to keep us divided. Yeah. And that universal consciousness and that oneness is the way out of this shit, I believe. Yeah. So by doing this podcast, by sharing what we share online, by inspiring people and, and working together to become the best version that we can possibly be, if everybody does that, the collective consciousness raises and we become one again, I believe. Yeah, just, you're just right, but this, this, this division is, is key. Um, and within that, that, that book out, Witting the Devil, talks about drifting as well. Mm. So we're just numbed and we drift and we don't... And that links back with the previous episode, we were speaking about time management. Mm. How are you using your time? Yeah. Drifting, and watching the, rubbish, doing nothing. Flora. It's all one. Flora is like, drifting, yeah. It's well, all Floyd's a byproduct of the aluminium industry. Yeah. Uh, it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And then they funded science to say that it helps your teeth, which yeah. is absolutely bullshit because fluorosis actually ruins your teeth. Bullshit. Um, but all of this stuff, it, it is, it's devil work. It's not, there's no way around saying that it's not evil. Yeah. Like there's no way around it. Like you said, you just watched the, the documentary on, on pharma. pharma. Yeah. The on the opioid crisis. You said 40 people a day die from the opioids. Still. That's unacceptable. And it came in the 90s. It started in the 90s. Unacceptable. Yeah. Yet we are tarnished for talking about religion. We're yeah. tarnished for, for speaking up about a faith. We're tarnished for saying that there are, there are other forms of, of, of healing that can help people. Yeah. But actually a collective, you've been to our practice. We have an open plan practice. Part of that is to bring people together because healing happens together. And, and it works. It like, does work. I speak to people every time I go into your practice and, and everybody is one in there and, and, yeah, it's 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 massive. Like the we we need to come together and um And I think I suppose I think with people listening to this, like I think it's really worth thinking about your faith. I think it's really worth thinking about what do you believe? Mm. Because we all believe something. Yeah. We either choose to believe or we choose not to believe, but we're believing yeah. not to believe. But yeah. there's always this question of why well, is there something? And I think if you've ever been to a point where you've been in desperation in your life, you've been at death's door in your life, you've been at rock bottom in your life you tend to move towards something or mm. ask for something. Mm -hmm. My my challenge, for a better word, my, my gesture to you would be to just start by bookending your day with some kind of faith practice. Mm. Like wake up in the morning and ask for the opportunities to come to you today to be a better person, to contribute more. Yeah. Now you can ask the consciousness to bring that to you or you can ask God to bring that to you. Same thing. Same thing. Once you've done that, then you need to set the example in doing it. Mm -hmm. And that's following Jesus's example. Mm -hmm. And then when you get to the end of the day, if you give thanks for everything that you've, you've received in that day, you bring it full circle. Mm -hmm. And if you can just start by doing that at the beginning and the end of each day, you'll notice things will change. Yeah. And whether you think that's by coincidence or not, I don't really care. Matter, but yeah. things are changing. Yeah. And that's where we want to go. Yeah. And uh, if you have been raised without a religion like me, then 
try not to link every time you hear the word God with negative connotations because it has been tainted and it's probably by design. So let God be whatever you want it to be. The universe, Christ consciousness, like um, oneness, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. But just remove any negativity that you've got with the, the word God. I think to any religion as well, because we all have yeah. stigmas to any yeah. religion. Yeah. Any when we, religion. Hear, we hear any other religion said, we're like, that's that, that's that, that's that. Yeah. Um, and that, again, brings us closer together as, as human beings yeah. that coexist. And that is how we change the world. Um, so thank you again for listening to this. I know it might be a topic that you may have struggled to listen to or actually it's opened up some doors. I would love to hear your experience. Yeah, me too. Uh, jump into the inboxes uh, about an, at Abandon Average or at Dr. Tom Waller or, or, or put your comments on the bottom of the YouTube. Just let us know what you're thinking about this. Uh, as, as Lee said, it's, you know, he's views on spirituality and religion are not rounded yet and I don't believe we ever get there mm. uh, but the only way we progress is to learn more mm-hmm. so please jump in let us know what you think and um, Lee we'll see you next time thank you <laughs>